Welcome to Microphones of Madison, Monday Night Heroes, live from Wildwood. <laughs> Wes, Wes is, is doling out the 20s so you can bring home a Cupid doll of Green Lantern. <laughs> now, now, don't let Wes fool you. He was doing research. <laughs> On what? Potential characters. It's true. Last thing the world needs is Wes trying to be a busker. Hey, no, no, come on, come on there, come on there, come on, come on, baby, baby, baby. Down pat. All right, icons. Let's go. Okay, yeah, we're playing icons. It's the assembled edition by Halza and Kenson. Yeah. So, um. Before we begin this particular episode, I want to give a quick shout out to the uh, Icons Facebook group. Yeah, where 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 the term "fan favorite slick silver" originated. Jesus Christ! Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'd like to give the Icons Facebook group a dressing down. (laughs) <laughs> Don't encourage this man. Every game we play. Every game we play. It's like Silver. He's Kirby's mightiest hero. He's never there. All right. His autograph so, is. So who wants to? His autograph is. Um, only if it's Radio Raj doing it. Okay, so. Uh, who wants to give a recap of last week's exciting issue? Ooh. Last week we broke into a gun shop. We also that. met Slick Silver's brother. <laughs> we did. <laughs> what was his uh, name? The, the masked. His uh, name was Dark Midnight. Dark That's Midnight. Right. Dark Midnight. He was a pimply teenager pretending to be Batman. <laughs> he was a, uh, a chat friend of um, the other one. The Mystic Overlord. There you go. All right, so uh, we traced the, the casing of the bullet to a gun shop in a suburb of Kirby. Um, in a strip mall where we went um, and ransacked the place, stole their video surveillance, um, a bunch of ammo, and found that the owner uh, had a mysterious red hat that Shamara recognized, which we all should recognize because it said M-A-G-A on. Um, it, uh, he was also a member of a certain political party that no one likes anymore. Well, no one with any sense likes anymore. Well, no one, no one, no one claims to like anymore. Right. But plenty of you do. Not listeners of our fine podcast, but the royal you. Not after this anyway. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So. Oh, you also got some information on who the possible killer of Senator Johannes Green was. Oh, yeah, it was Chaz. 
<laughs> it was Chaz. Dun dun dun. You know, new listeners are going to be like, who the fuck is Chaz? <laughs> uh, go back and listen to Eclipse Phase Ozymandias in the, uh, in the archives there. And you'll find out. <laughs> or just keep listening here because eventually they'll run into him again. All right, so got all that information. Uh, when we last left our heroes, uh, they were standing in the infirmary as the magpie had made a sudden and dramatic return from Argentina, wounded and clinging to life. Kaze, through his heroic speed, was able to stabilize her and located in her clenched fist an ID card for the Department of Parahuman Defense. Now that we're all up to speed, uh, let's go down the list and uh, introduce everybody so everybody can hear your voice and what character you're playing. So first off, Steve. Hey, I'm Steve. I'm playing Sanjo Shigayori. Better known as Kaze, the all-battling, all-speeding martial arts master. That's right, and justice waits for the elevator. That's true. All right, Nico. I am playing Reckless, and her player is mildly infected with a cold and will be semi-useless today. Oh, you'll be plenty useful, I'm sure. All right, Wesley. Ah, yes. Tonight, folks, I'm playing Slick Silver, Kirby's mightiest hero, and also greatest newsman in all of Kirby. Yep. Teleporter, magic man, and magically good-looking. It gets worse every time. <laughs> Nick. I'm not muted, damn it. Um, I am playing Rosalia, or no, Rodrigo Ascension, uh, or Gold Guard. Wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that up. (laughs) Freaky Friday. (laughs) So angry, she split into two. (laughs) That weird cosmic energy that's been floating around the city, doing a body swap episode. The crisis of infinite timelines. And finally, last but not least, Jay. Uh, tonight, I am playing Chimera, who is going to try to hunt people down, hopefully. What's special about Chimera? Uh, basically, uh, telepathy and the ability to um, uh, use senses, trying to figure out what's going on around him. And you're from the future! Well, yes. For now. A different future. Yeah, a future that no longer exists. That will no longer come to pass. Alright, so that's... uh, We have uh, Reckless, Kaze, and Chimera in the infirmary. Uh, Gold Guardian, you've been repairing your armor. uh, And you finally put the final touches on it. Um, 
I don't know. What are you guys doing? Are you guys putting out an alert to the rest of the team? I think, yeah, we would definitely be letting the rest of the team know what's going on because bring them up to date with what we found. All right. Watchdog is still in the building, too, because it's it's still that evening. Um, while, while we get all of that going on, uh, we will flip back to earlier in the day with Slick Silver, who's uh, having lunch at the Ritz Kirby. Uh, with with uh, Murray, agent to superheroes. Again. <laughs> uh, so, have you thought about my my offer there? Um, I think uh, I think it might be best for you if you if you went public or at least decided to be slick silver all the time. Murray, uh, uh, Murray, right, right, you gotta understand. There are two different brands of supporting here. And you can't, I can't just liquidate like that one fan base in order to, in order, uh, one fan base here. Now, I, I have a quick question before we continue this scene. Are you having lunch with Murray as Slick Silver? Yes. Okay. There you go. Blatantly obvious. You clash with the Ritz's de- decor. <laughs> To be fair, he clashes with every decor. True. <laughs> to be fair, he clashes with himself. Except for Trump. Except for Trump Towers. Yeah, I don't know. He's silver. All no, he people. still clashes with that. He's silver. Trump Tower would be gold. Yes, and that, and fake gold too. Not even real gold. Yeah. So saith Slick Silver. Yep. Jealously. I'm- <laughs> I like that that's the thing that Slick doesn't like, that it's fake gold. <laughs> well, um, you know, the other day I was talking to this producer. Uh, I think her name's Roz. She does a some uh, low-rent low uh, podcast uh, slash stream. Uh, what's happening with Ned... What, Ned whatever Danvers. Yeah. You, you, know, you know that guy? Yeah, that that guy is great. That guy knows how to give me good copy. You see, that's the thing. Ned Ned, Ned Danvers, no, that that guy knows the value of slick silver. It's always good to have a good newsman in your pocket. Then why do you have this Ned Danvers or whatever? <laughs> he is he is the greatest news personality in all of Kirby. No, you know who you need to get on the air with. You need to get on the air with Radio Raj. I'm going to make that happen. I'm going to make that happen. Radio Rod and Cowardly P-Pants. Yeah, I'm going to have have you and and Heat Wave both on there. I really need you guys to uh, team up. Um, Have you felt out uh, reckless to see, you know, when she wants to try for for Heat Wave's title? (laughs) Oh, I'm sure you'll I I can sell some tickets to that. That'd be like the fight of the century. I'm sure you put those two together in the same room. Eventually, something will happen. <laughs> but let, meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, now can we get Peter Rod to start get, putting some polish on his shoes? Though, I mean, uh, that 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 I'll, I'll show is a uh, true talent there, true shine boy. <laughs> now you're gonna do you're gonna do an interview on his morning show, maybe maybe on his podcast. I haven't decided yet, but um, yeah. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll make that. I'll call you. I'll call you. I'll, I'll see you later, Slick Silver. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, go go save the city or something. You know, make me proud. Make me proud. I gotta gotta get them sponsorships so I can collect my fifteen percent. Yeah, I know you're ten percent. You'll collect that. Fifteen. It's in your contract. All right, speed up time. It is evening. Uh, Gold Guardian has been alerted. You get an alert from uh, headquarters. Uh, it's a it's a priority signal. Slick. Uh, yep. And Slick Silver will appear magically right there at headquarters. Right. Okay. So we're now, here all. Now everybody is uh, in the infirmary. Uh, those of you who weren't present, you now see the body, well, not the body, but, uh, the magpie laying on one of the, uh, hospital beds, uh, armor caked in blood, uh, not really, not really awake right now. She slipped back into unconsciousness. She's resting mostly comfortably. Oh, what hit you? I'm gonna fucking kill them. It's gonna go down there. I'm gonna fucking rip the doors off the hinges and kill everybody in that fucking place. But which place? Where? Argentina? I show him the card. Uh. She was looking for some brain in a jar that had something to do with the fucking Nazis, I think. She mm. said they had it. Oh wait, the wait the the, the agency has them. Has the brain jar? Mm. Yes. Mm. Well, we don't know that. We know that she went down to Argentina and procured this card. So what are what are the um? What's the agency doing down there? We already know that the fucker that runs the damn thing is with the red hat. What do you mean? What they're doing there? Didn't that, didn't that guy who was down there in the field think us, though? Can we uh, talk to him first and uh, see if uh, let's go, uh, get, get, get the lay of land before we, uh, oh, I don't know, invite the entire U.S. government down here? You sure do seem to really want to talk to them a whole lot. I don't know. Maybe maybe you could tell us what you were doing buying gun bullets or in that fucking gun shop that we just went to? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> what? They saw me down there? They they uncovered a well, cash Well, we didn't just see you. We we got your name that you bought. <laughs> yeah, they uncovered a receipt for a cash transaction for uh, 300 blackout and uh, reloading supplies. Yeah, well, they had, did they have Ned Danvers or Slick Silver in that receipt? Ned Danvers. What? What? So, no. All right. Calm down. Stop. <laughs> Sputtering, or at least give me an umbrella. <laughs> they know who we are. They know our identities. So obviously the guy, Chaz, who stole your boots, used Ned Danvers' name when he was buying the bullets, when he was buying the ammo. He's messing with my brand. It's not just your brand, idiot. <laughs> it's all of us and it's everyone we know and everyone yeah. we care for that's what's on the line now yeah, yeah. 
Alright. Right to right to right to fix this. Gotta get some good press out there. Fuck the press, man. Why are you worried about the press? <laughs> you need to get with the programmer or it's gonna be bad. <laughs> Oh, it's already bad. All right. All right. Perhaps. I'm trying to frame it, huh? I'm trying to frame it. When the ominous voice from the from nowhere says that, we're never quite sure if it's the GM or a character just showed up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, when we were at that party, yep, sl- Slick, yeah. your boy was there. Not Radio Raj, the other one. Yes, Nayland Smith. Yes. Nayland Smith knows who you are, right? Sadly, <coughs> yes. Yeah, and Nayland Smith is also now involved with both the Department of Paranormal Activity and uh, as well as the uh, Telus Global, Telus Global Industries. So, there you go. That's how they know who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they know who I am because freaking um, water is also within. They know who Reckless is because her her ex partner of of um stunt stunts. <laughs> Um, knows who she is or suspects who she is. So, I mean, it's pretty obvious how they know who we are. We just have to, like, damage control this and, and shut them down. Yeah. Meanwhile, texting mom, telling her to go away out of town for a while. I wouldn't do that. Who's going to be more obvious than the people we know suddenly running away? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have, a, you have a fair point there. I mean, your mom may be able to get away fine, but I can't risk anybody else really running like that. It'll definitely tip them off. Mm, yeah, we'll good point there. <clears throat> All right. All right, plan B. Checking all that stuff. Exposing Nayland Smith for a sake he is and undermining okay. his ability to do that. The, the first thing, the first thing we need to do is we need to look at the surveillance video from the gun shop and see and see who was there. A buying bullets to confirm this. And B, who the government contact was yep. that contacted um, what's his name, Skeever Scooter. Yep. Second, we Scooter need McGinty. Magpie. We need Magpie to be. Conscious and coherent, a because she's our friend and ally, but b because then she can explain exactly what happened. Then we need to plan a break into the department of, of para. Actually, she now Magpie is Magpie unconscious or Magpie Magpie's unconscious uh, under sedation. You guys, you guys had to. Uh, Give her some sedatives. All right. All right. She got roughed up pretty bad. Yep. All right. Trying to roll up my sleeves and solve this. 
with which magic. she is the magpie. Who the hell can rough her up? Oh. All right, stand back, folks. I'm gonna ma- I'm gonna magic her up to health. You touch her and I break your fucking hands. Uh, there will be no touching going on. There will be no touching. If you do anything to her, I will break your fucking hands. She's fine right now. Why don't we just take a look at the surveillance tapes and let her recover? Yeah, man. She's stable. All right. Just let science do its thing. Man. <laughs> hey, why well, does rely science? I have a question for you. Can I use my telepathy to see what her last vision was? Who hit her? It says I can search for specific information in a subject's mind. Mm-hmm. Can I attempt to do that? Uh, sure, you can attempt to do that. Uh, I'm going to, and I'm going to let the party know, so there's no, nothing's hidden. I'm going to try to see if I can see her last image of what hit her, just to see if I can actually do it without, you know, going too far in depth. Okay, give it a shot. Oh, that was the wrong one. Let's try this. So three plus... uh, So my telepathy is that, so it would be an 11. An 11? An 11 to attempt to see the last images of what hit her. All right. Um, it's tough. I'll tell you that. Um, it's, it's almost like as soon as you start prying into the magpie's mind uh, you see her eyes close tight and her right hand grip the side of the bed even though she's under heavy sedation and I'm gonna stop right away uh, the last to... the last image you actually see you see her uh, crashing through the window of the penthouse. Uh, and you see her looking at Reckless, and that's all you can see. And that's could, that's when I you can see her looking at Reckless. Yeah, yeah. When when they when y'all first wheeled her in, you see okay. that image of the three of you standing over her. Okay. And she's focused in on on Reckless, and really when she focuses on focuses in on Reckless is when she really starts to resist. Okay. And starts actually pushing back. Okay. <clears throat> and I am not going to push no more. I'm going to let her go. And I'm just going to say, uh, actually, I will show Reckless the image. This is the only thing that I can see. I'm not going to push her because she seems to be resisting. So I don't Yeah, wanna... she's kind of the consensual type. Yep. So, let's go see what we can find on uh, the old Betamax videos we got. She also has extraordinary <laughs> mental discipline. Mm. 
now we hop in. She's everything Dark Midnight wishes he was. <laughs> she is actually <laughs> Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I am the knight. No, you aren't. <laughs> Goddamn kids wish. on my roof. <laughs> uh. All right, so there, there's where you are. Um, we're, we're, we're not going to really uh, force the issue with, with the magpie. Nope. As uh, that's, that's a plot device for a later time. But you do have a couple of videotapes. <laughs> Old school VHS. Sweet. Uh, you've never seen anything like it before in your life, Chimera. I make sure the tabs are pulled on all the VHSs so nobody can record over them. I'm pop some popcorn. Do we have um, a, a machine that can play these? Uh, if there isn't one in, actually in the base, Reckless will go rummage through her shit because as a nerd, she'd have one. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, you probably have something gathering some dust in a storeroom. Yeah. I'll just go to Radio Shack right down the street. It's closed. Radio Shack doesn't exist anymore. Yep. Ah, you wish. There are some. Yeah, there's one here. In real life. (laughs) That's cool. Alright, so, um, yeah, I don't know. Who's going to look for the VHS? I'll look, because it won't take very long. Okay. Uh, yeah, Kaze, you uh, rummage through the uh, the storeroom. You know, you find a uh, an old railway lantern, uh, a pen, uh, funny looking helmet. Uh, you finally find the, uh, the VHS machine next to a crooked stick. Interesting stick. Wait. Yep. Uh, bring it up to the uh, monitor room. Okay, you bring it up to the monitor room. Uh, watchdog wheels up, takes it out of your hands. Oh. Um, hang on. Rodrigo, I might need you. Oh, does does uh, Watchdog know who you are, Gold Guardian? I would think so. Okay. Watch. Didn't I thought that I interacted with him at one point recently? Okay. Yeah, I know, but he does he ago. know? But do do you keep your armor on all the time when you're in the headquarters, or do you? Oh no. Retract the helmet sometimes. I thought that I said I retract the helmet in the headquarters at one point. Okay. Well, in that case, Rodrigo, um, get your soldering iron out. We need somebody. We need to fabricate a coaxial cable. Where do you need it? And then I, I lift my hand, and then one comes out of my index finger. <laughs> uh, thank God it was your index finger. I thought it was going to be a pointer. <laughs> I'm not that bad. No, maybe. That's where the oil comes from. <laughs> the cod piece what? opens up. <laughs> Hydraulic fluid is shit. <laughs> All lubrication. He's baby. got a whole pool of it. 
You your your suit runs on coaxial cables, huh? Interesting. <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah, you uh, produce a coaxial cable. We're gonna have to make that a power since uh, it's been it's having crazy shit in your suit. <laughs> um, maybe oh, a quality. I, so- I, I made the soldering iron from that. Oh, oh the soldering iron. Okay, I got you. That's soldering iron. Cable. That's fine. Tool. I thought you made the tool come out, or the um, cable come out. Hey, that's All something right. to work no, on for be... a later a later day. It's like, oh, hmm, yeah. that's a good that'd idea. That'd be like Mark Four, probably or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mark Six. You're on like Mark Three Point Five. Oh, I was thinking I'm at like two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, two point five. Like this thing is yeah clunky. Meanwhile, I'm going to teleport up the Barker loungers of justice. I also thought it'd be funnier to come out of my finger than going and grabbing it. Right. (laughs) That makes sense. Your suit would have a built-in soldering iron in your finger. Yeah, for those on-the-fly repairs. I mean, how did you build a force field out of your gauntlet? Exactly. A lot of... It's like each finger's got a tool in it. One of them's a screwdriver. One of them's... Jack Kirby magic. That's right. All right. So, uh, yeah, you fabricate a coaxial cable or something wow, that can be can used that. as a coaxial cable. Now you can change your superhero name to Leatherman. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, that one's already taken. Uh, so you plug and up it, the, the VCR. And his sidekick, Safe Word. <laughs> uh yeah watchdog eventually gets the the vhs player hooked up and uh yep which tape are you starting with uh so we grabbed the ones that were like the date itself and then like a week on either side right uh yeah you grabbed a, a number of them yeah yeah, we got a bunch of shit, but definitely the one that was for that date. Yeah. Well, you grab the date of uh, Slick Silver's purchase, or yep. Ned Danvers's purchase, mm-hmm. and you grab the date of the tape um, from the timestamp on Dark Midnight's cell phone camera. Record. And I got like a bunch of them from in between all of that too. Yeah. Because he said that he had seen some like some some black suit dudes coming in and out. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what he showed you a picture of was some some black suit dudes. One of them yeah. looked like Agent Symes. I thought it was yeah, Agent Symes. Yeah, but I grabbed more just in case there would be more evidence of stuff on them. Well, Agent Symes, you've never seen in anything other than a black suit, so so there's that. Um, Mister Anderson, at which uh. <laughs> Mr. Shigiori. <laughs> Mr. Danvers. <laughs> um, yep, which one are you guys going to watch first? Well, let's look at the Slick Silver one. Okay. Yep. Alrighty. Uh, the invoice didn't have a time on it, so you guys kind of have to uh, watch open to close. <sighs> These people not having necks. Anyway, we get to speed this up. I press fast forward. Uh, 
<laughs> I mean, really speed it up. It's so if long. we speed it up too fast, then we won't I be able can, to fucking see it. I can. I hand him the remote. I'll yeah. be in the infirmary, and I go. The fastest it goes is way too slow. <laughs> Slicks is like popcorn and watching this, and I'm wondering when the when when the weirdness starts happening. All right. Well, I mean, you guys, you guys notice, you know, a, a lot of that particular day is Scooter McGinty sitting by himself, uh, reading adult magazines. Um, uh, you have a couple of people come in and out. They they buy little odds and ends, and then later in the afternoon, and you can tell it's the afternoon because. There is a timestamp. I figure. I figure at this point, Kaze has like seven fidget spinners, and he's just. You got you got seven fidget spinners <laughs> on on two uh, pitchforks, and you're just like running around <laughs> doing that, uh, spinning some plates, making dinner. As as many multitasking things as you can. Um, yeah, you see a familiar jacket walk in. Uh, it's a medium height fella, fairly athletic, close cropped hair, no facial hair, walks up to the, the counter. He's carrying a large duffel bag. Uh, doesn't really say too much, just kind of slides a list over to Scooter McGinty. Uh, Scooter looks at the list and you see him kind of like shake his head and then stacks of bills start moving from the duffel bag to the counter. And by the time five of them hit the counter, uh, you see him kind of like his head visibly moves from like the list to the big stack of money. Back to the list, and then he goes back to the back. Wow. Uh, comes back with a, a box of stuff. Uh, the camera quality is not good enough for you to tell exactly what's in the box. Uh, but he hands a clipboard over to the man in the silver sequin jacket who signs it and hands it back. Uh, looks like he goes to make a receipt, you know, give him a copy of the receipt and guy refuses uh stuffs the the box into another like cloth tote bag that he's carrying inside the duffel bag and walks out does he look at all like ned he does not look a damn thing like ned nope does he wear the sequined jacket better than ned no yes Yes. <laughs> Strangely, as, as out of place as this guy seems, that jacket does seem to like... He, he's working it. You know, it's... it's Might be a little snug. You know, like he can't button it. Alright. So, I, I, I take one look at, the, at the, the jacket and how it fits the guy and how he carries it, and I take one look at Slick Silver and I say... Well, that's definitely not Ned. Yeah, that's that, not that, how that jacket. That guy's killing it. 
He's infringing on my brand. That's uh, an you English see, truck, not Italian. He kind of took that jacket fair and square. Yeah, Ned, <laughs> you recognize that guy. The last time you saw him, he put a shank in your gut. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's going to go back in prison. Uh, and, and you have like a sudden flashback of that event. Um, but, uh, yeah, you're, you're also kind of worried about the jacket because there's a couple times there where it looks like his, his biceps are going to like bust the seams. <laughs> oh, the variant was on her. Um, unfortunately there's no outside camera to, uh, to pick up what sort of vehicle the guy's driving as it looks like he just walks out the door and keeps walking. Uh, so he did not park anywhere near the door. Uh, do we recall if there are any cameras on the exterior of the building that the management office might have access to? Uh, give me an awareness check versus 10. Did I roll? You did. Uh, I see a right. 1. Well, I guess the question still stands with that one. <laughs> <No. I rolled>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a six. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that's a that's a fail by I four. I can't remember. Does that, anybody recall this? I, I trying to recall if there were exterior security. Yep. If anybody who was itself. present wants to, uh... that is a. 10 for me. 10 for you? Yeah. Um Okay, well that's a that's zero. So uh maybe, but you're not sure. You guys really didn't pay too too much attention. So Not really in the habit of looking for cameras. <laughs> that's an 8, so no. Okay, I'll try. Oh, um, you weren't there. You weren't there. Oh, I made it though. <laughs> <laughs> through through a, 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 an incredible no, leap in logic, we don't got to do that. Hold on, let me pull up the this, the the map of this mall. It's either <laughs> cameras there. <laughs> Well, well yeah. we can actually Maybe. research that. That's not a huge deal. Yeah. Maybe I, I can remote you patch it. There's at least there. one person who would know. For sure. Yes. There is. Scooter. Okay, maybe two people. Do we need to see the camera footage? Oh. Um, you know who... Well... well you know who would know? Sorry. Watchdog. Tear the flaps in the, okay, in the night. Watchdog. <laughs> I was going to say. like, hey, Watchdog, did you notice any cameras when you were surfing the internet? <laughs> oh, when you were moving through the, the fiber optic network to get there? Uh, I didn't see anything, man. <sighs> But I was kind of busy, you know, multitasking, monitoring police frequencies and, and, and doing the thing here. 
No, that's cool. Can you see what uh, who owns that building and uh, what their management company is? Uh, yeah, hold on. He does his thing. Uh, pops back up like a minute later. He's like, uh, yeah, that's uh, Inspirian Property Development. Um, their their office is out there uh, in uh, Plasterburg. It's okay. actually it's actually uh, Suite A of that very complex. Oh. <clears throat> okay. Thank you. Ah, you're you're welcome, man. In case we never tell you this enough, we appreciate the work you do here. Excellent. Can I get a raise? Uh, I wasn't even aware we got paid. <laughs> I keep forgetting to set up that account. God damn. <laughs> That's why I can only buy ramen. Jeez. <laughs> well... I guess it's back to game development for me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right, these avatar adventures. I quit Ubisoft for this shit. Oh. Hey, you got out at a good time, man. It's not looking good for them right now. <laughs> I was getting 10 cents a word. <laughs> 10 cents a word. Don't you, don't you have the license, the official gaming license for the Justice Association? No. Who would I talk to to get that? Us. Ah, <laughs> oh, you know what? I mean, I'm cool with you using my likeness. Just cut me in on it, man. <laughs> I, I think I know just a pair of people to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> One's a writer and one's an artist. I, I... <laughs> and, and... We can't pay him, but we'll set him up with our likenesses. <laughs> All right. Oh. So. It'll be great having these games without Slick Silver because, <laughs> because he's going to demand like half of the, half yep. the profits. No, they'll just come up with something like uh, Greasy Gold or something like that. It'll be a, an XP. That way that way, your trademarks are not infringed, but it'll be obviously <clears throat> your characters. All right, well, there goes my idea of having him as president now. Uh, anyway, yep, so that's, that's what you saw there. The rest of the day progresses. Uh... Four or five guys come in like near closing time, uh, you know, t-shirts and hats, and they kind of go all go into the back. Uh, there are no cameras that that shoot the back. Interesting. So that's all we see for the day. Um, actually, Chimera. Yes. Uh, everyone, you, you shared an image of, uh, Red Cap with everyone. Yes, I did. Um, everyone give me awarenesses versus eight. Ten again. 
Okay. I only got a seven. Only got a seven. Me too. That's as high as I can go. Is ten. All right. Well, you got ten, Chimera. What did you get? That would be ten unless I use my investigation. Uh, yeah. Add your investigation to it. Fourteen. All right. You got a fourteen. You definitely recognize Red Cap as one of the uh, gentlemen attending that meeting. Uh, I am going to state that right away and say, the guys, there's Red Cap. Right, right there. Right there. Right there. Yeah, okay, it looks so like what you showed me. Look, his hat's in his back pocket. That's why you didn't see him. No, it's on. Oh, it's on. Never mind. Yeah, his costume, remember, is just like coveralls and a and a red cap. So we can go and, and lean on um, Scooter and find out who the other members of his organization are, right? Oh, uh, that's possible. I'm talking to them, oh. not, not you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. And you're, you're the referee. <laughs> yeah, everything's possible. <laughs> Why couldn't we? Yeah, I I, I think we go lean on him and figure out what the hell's going on because now we have proof of what's going on. Well, we just know that there's people going to the back and there's Nazi paraphernalia in the back. Yeah, we found a whole room full of that shit. What we need to do, actually, is go through all these tapes and see what illegal activity is going on. Is uh, selling ammo for a huge bag of cash anonymously illegal? Probably not. Not not in the county. Well, it also depends on what kind of ammo, because if it's something that's not allowed... Well, he didn't sell the ammo. ammo. He sold the shit that make the ammo. Oh, that's true. You're right. Oh, shit. So we kind of got to, like, investigate this guy and see if there's anything dirty on him. Yeah. Because technically, being a Nazi isn't illegal. It should be, but it's not. Right. There could be something illegal on one of these tapes, though. That's what I'm saying. We're going to have to just look through all these tapes. <sighs> all right, so uh, how are you guys going to do it? You're going to do it in shifts? You're going to do it? Uh... Yeah, I'd say we do it in shifts. Like, we just take turns watching tapes. When, some, when somebody taps out, somebody tags in. Yeah, right. but we should we should all look at the one um, with a timestamp from... Uh... <laughs> From when the agents were were there, the black suits. All right. All right. You look at that one. Um, fast forward to the timestamp on the tape that matches up with the photograph. Uh, you see uh, two men in dark suits, sunglasses. Uh, one of them does look like Agent Symes. Much, much clearer than the grainy cell phone photo that was taken. Um. They come in, flash their identification. They're talking to him. Uh, look like they're asking questions. Uh, you see McGinty like pacing up and down the counter. Uh, meanwhile, you know, you get you guys are used to Symes mannerisms, 
and he's kind of like sitting there. He's just standing there with his with his hands and and you know, folded in front of him. Uh, looks like the other agent there is uh, doing most of the questioning, and it's like Symes just taking it all in. Every once in a while, he kind of like looks like he kind of like tries to subtly lean over and peek through the back door, like he sees something back there, but he's not really registering it. Uh, prior to that, you didn't really see too uh, many people come in or out. Uh, looks like. Looks like the agents are there questioning him. Coincidentally, this is exactly two weeks after uh, Chaz Danvers uh, bought his supplies. Was it before the uh, assassination? Yes. The day before. Were there any other um, odd um, assassination-style deaths caused with the same MO um, in, the, in the past two weeks? Uh, not in the past two weeks. If you're cross-referencing it on the computer while you're watching. Yes. Okay. No. Uh, you do see later... After the agents leave, he's watching the television. He's sitting there and he jumps up while he's watching the television. He's just like watching intently because the time coincides with your battle against Magnetar. And it was being broadcast on the news. Actually, that was in the morning. So you saw that before the agents came in. And then uh, that evening, that same quartet of guys shows up. Round closing time. What were uh, Scooter's reactions? Um, you said he was pacing up and down. Did he look nervous? Did he look... Mm. Mm-hmm. What uh, What would be you be using to try to discern this? <clears throat> um, I don't know. My awareness. <laughs> I mean, do I? Is it like a determination-worthy stunt to be able to? No, tell? no. But you know, I was just gonna. I was just thinking of a, maybe a creative use of something. I have yeah, an idea, I mean, but I, you know, that would be cheating. Well, I don't have an imaginary hand that can go through holograms to determine right um, what things are. So no, but you do have a particular area of expertise that deals a lot with body posture. I guess. I mean, so so my martial arts abilities would be able to help me look at um, his body language. Why not? It's comic books. Okay. Alright, I'm not going to make you roll for it, but that's the logic we're going to operate under. Uh, years of martial arts training and being able to read an opponent. Uh, you do find that he is... He does seem kind of nervous. Um, not like, you know, overtly. He's, he's doing a really good job at covering it. 
it seems also through his uh, body posture and and movements that he's he's been questioned by the authorities. <coughs> Excuse me, numerous times. So, I, I think uh, his nervousness is more the fact that. Symes and his partner do cut a very intimidating look. Right. But if we're reading this correctly, Symes and the agency aren't there in connection with him being a Nazi or whatever. They're, or maybe they are, but... Well... I, I, I don't think they're in on... Um, the sale of these bullets or anything. Okay, that's a, that's a fair assumption. So, I mean, we've been, I've been operating under the assumption that um, you know the agency hired Chaz to do away with their opposition, but maybe it was just um, uh, Shaw. I'm starting to think that they aren't exactly all on the same page. Right. It's like there are members in that organization that definitely want all supers dealt with. Then there seems to be others that understand that we're not all bad. Right. You guys fought alongside Symes at the bottom. Yeah, but he made that like little he made that little veiled threat. And was it really a threat, though? I mean, it was maybe he was tipping his hand that they know who we are, so we know that they know. Yeah, I've got I've got something I can try, though. Um, I, I I don't think they're completely on our side, but there could be some shit going down that they're trying to get us to take care of for them. Right, or like you said, Simes could be an honorable man in a dishonorable organization. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, can anyone hear me? Yep. Yep. Yeah, no. yeah I, was saying, I, was, I was saying I got an idea, though. I'm going to try magically pull sound out of the tape. So you can figure out what they're actually asking him about. All right, well, the, the cameras don't have microphones, so there's no sound on the tape at all. Well, it's like magical lip reading, essentially. But let's have sound out of it. Is the, is the hopeful idea that this works. All right. Um, yeah, give me, give me a willpower roll uh, mm-hmm. to to cast your spell. Uh, that's a seven. That's a seven. Okay. Yep. Um. Yeah. You get bits and pieces. Uh. He's talking about uh, some trucker that passed through there, like. Six weeks ago, uh, wanted to buy some uh, Barrett 50 cal rounds, some 50 BMG that uh, they don't stock because, you know, state law prohibits that sort of thing. Hmm. You can absolutely take a look at my records. As you can see, everything's above board. I, I do not have any type of merchandise that would consider to even be in a legal gray area. Hmm. Something, something. Love my country. Thank you for your service. 
Um, he sounds kind of genuine, like, uh, given what you guys know about him. Uh, his, his more clandestine activities that he wants his business side to be as above board as possible to divert any suspicion away. Would be a fair assumption to make. Okay. Mm-hmm. But that's basically all you can get with a with a total of seven. Um, you guys watch the uh, the rest of the tapes, the the preceding and and following weeks of the areas you were specifically investigating and you notice that every Wednesday those four guys show up at closing time and but hmm. but Red Hat is not always with them hmm. so sometimes it's four guys one of them is Red Hat he only takes in four guys at a time three of them are always there but they do a really good job of, uh, they know where the camera is in the store. Mm-hmm. And, and basically, you know, you can see enough. There could be a fifth, possibly sixth person who's really good at ducking that camera. Does it look like when Red Hat is there, if he is trying to duck the camera? No. Red Hat. That's how you guys noticed him. Red Hat actually does not appear to be afraid of the camera at all. Okay. It's like it doesn't matter to him that he's being caught on. He's being recorded. Uh, Chimera, with that 14 earlier, near closing time, uh, you see a black shape pass in front of the window. Uh, on that black in- shape. Yeah, on yeah. that initial meeting. With with the red hats or with the um, on the outside of the store, it just like passes in front of the window fairly quickly. Okay. With the red hats, but not with the agents. Right, not with the agents. The agents were there in the afternoon. Okay. Uh, the 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 club uh, seems to meet in the evening after dark, near closing time for the store. And yeah, you see when they come in, you see that dark shape pass in front of the window very quickly. And then just kind of like practically vanish. Hmm. So, what day is it today? In game. What day is it today? Yes. Not Wednesday. Mm. It's probably Friday, to tell you the truth. Maybe we can go in and plant some listening devices in for Wednesday. All right, and we just why don't we just go to Scooter and, and lean on him? Okay, uh, this would probably be a good time to remind him. Uh, you guys didn't do very good job at avoiding the cameras. Nope. And no, you ransacked the place. <laughs> yeah. You took that tape too. Yes, very good. Good call. But you also smashed up his place. Yep, so I doubt they'll be going back there. 
Then again, uh, they could be cocky. Or they well, could also want to go in force and try to take care of whoever bothered them. You know, if this is a place where they get all their stuff, maybe they'll come back in force. I don't know. I'm just trying to think. Uh... We have an address for Scooter, right? Uh, yeah. I think you wrote it down. I did. 6229 Pine Forest Way. Yep. I think it's time to go say hi. Plastiburg, Delmarva. Two something. <sighs> we gotta go back to Delmarva. You're in Delmarva. Delmarva is the state. Oh. Plastiburg. Gotta is go in... back to Delmarva. Plastiburg is in yeah. Kirby County. Yeah. I'm having PTSD about Delmarva, all right? <laughs> I no, know. I was saying you should have reiterated the statement. <laughs> I gotta go back. Oh, you didn't leave, but I still gotta go back. Bonus luck points for any listener who can uh, identify where the source of <clears throat> Delmarva as a state. And my absolute and other loathing of it. <laughs> <laughs> now now <laughs> okay so how do we want to do this I just agree with Mayor Schaefer that's all I have to say <laughs> well I think uh, we could all go and try to see if we can dig anything up also rough them up mm -hmm. and try to figure out what's going on I mean, I don't think we can go in there and just ignore him. No, I think we, we need to have a plan on how we're going to do this, because he's not doing anything illegal. The only thing he really is doing is being a, a fucking Nazi. Should be illegal, but isn't. Well, we also have things to keep track of here, like our cocooned friend in the bay, in, in the bay. which we should check on that. Still sleeping, resting comfortably. She looks a little more relaxed now than. No, no, I mean, I, I will be oh. checking on her anyway, but I mean. Oh, the I cocoon mean, friend. Mystic, the mystic overlord. Mystic overlord. <laughs> Still in a cocoon. And, and how's our dear queen doing? She just chilling? <laughs> uh, yeah. She's like, do you have any, like, television or anything that I can watch? You know, Radio. I can't speak for the rest of the guy, but since you can pretty much leave whenever you fucking want to, you can just, like, wander around. Just don't touch a whole lot of shit. <laughs> Not that it can stop you. <laughs> we have streaming services. Yes, we have, like, a whole, like, movie area if you want to go look at that. <laughs> oh, please. Uh... Yeah, I'll show her to the entertainment area. Oh, okay. <laughs> It's um, like, there's no point in trying to act like we have her locked up. She can leave when uh, she I'm, wants to. <laughs> look, I appreciate your hospitality, but I would like him. And she points over at Watchdog. To hey, I'm not going to get in the way. <laughs> and you got a date, my friend. <laughs> roll, rolls up. 
Like, uh, yeah, uh, the theater room, sure, sure, sure. I did a lot of custom modifications myself. I would love to see them. Oh. And they go off together to the theater wow. room. This is becoming more and more like an. X-ray Give him a thumbs comic. up as he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> you got this. <laughs> You, you, you hear, you, you hear, like as as they like almost out of earshot. So, so, what are your powers again? And he starts going into a long winded explanation of <laughs> his, his powers, then what he can do, and how how he's how he contributes to the team. Truly, the most dedicated of Kirby's heroes. <laughs> He is so gonna get some, and we're gonna come back, and he's fucking dead. <laughs> and I say this in character, it's like he's gonna, he's gonna get something. He's just gonna fucking kill him. <laughs> you let her out. I mean, it wasn't like we could stop her. <laughs> Sa- says says the mysterious disembodied voice. Who said that? <laughs> Your conscience. <laughs> All right, so. You also have another mysterious lead to check out as well. Other mysterious lead. Now that you have somebody with the equipment to do so. Oh yeah, the energy signature. Yes, we couldn't. Everyone looks at Slick. It's not Slick. No. No. I'm trying to remember what an energy signal. <laughs> what was that special date there, Chimera? October 10th? <laughs> Never forget. 1940. <laughs> yeah, 1940. <clears throat> oh, Chimera's like, be right back. Chimera like skulks off to go spy on uh, Magnetar Watchdog <laughs> to make sure, make sure. <laughs> I have to make sure he survives. <laughs> Is this the origin of one of the heroes I know in the future? <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is, if we start hearing the Barry White come on, we should not interrupt them. <laughs> Does Watchdog live in the tower? Um, yeah, he lives on the first floor. Pretty much any regular staffer of the Justice Association lives in in Simonson Tower, or has an area where they can stay if they want to. If right. they don't want to right. live there, it's a it's a fairly big building. Most of it's empty right now, but at one point. There was a, a fairly large Justice Association roster. My apartment was a piece of shit, so she had no problem living in the tower after that. Yep. So, yeah, there's the date. Because, I mean, we all know the date. Right. 
You all know the date. You all know the location. And one of your number has the equipment to actually uh, analyze the any to, for any type of radiation signature. And speaking so Rodrigo. Of which, <laughs> you're talking about the hospital, correct? Yes. And we have just the man to track the uh, energy beam. Energy source. Yeah, I can do that. Or try. With my senses. There yep. is no try. Only do. <laughs> Actually, I yeah, think I'm going to have to create something first. Because I don't think my suit has that capabilities to sense energy signals. Um, I think we called it part of your, uh, enhanced senses. Oh, okay. And you used it to track the, uh, energy signature of, uh, the, the wheel from, from the Sugar Hill invasion. So, yeah. That's right. Narrative ability. Okay. Um, what role do you need, or do we need to get there first? Uh, yeah, you guys just have to decide to travel there first. Well, let's go. Okay. Um, uh, you also have a heavily redacted file on Mr. Charles Edward Kramer. Which can be provided to anybody who wants to read it. Fine, let's read the file. No, we read it last time. I'm saying yeah. oh, the need to, right. to read right. it. I'd, I'd give them the copies because we've, I, we can give them the rundown as we leave. Like, he's very fucking dangerous. Let's put it that way. He's what they would call a bastard. Hmm. <clears throat> pretty much, pretty much. But it is once again heavily redacted. I'm not sure I want to know what's in the redacted parts. So, what do you do? Get assaulted by a cat. What do you want? That was the <laughs> ASMR part of our program this evening. There's always an ASMR break. Yep. <laughs> uh, let's... Oh. Now, do you want to just all go to the hospital, or do you want to split up? Some of us go possible some of us do the shakedown. Mm. I don't think we can all do the shakedown at the same time. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend us all going for the shakedown. So why don't we split up and try to divide and conquer? Okay. Right, would you like to go back to Plasterville? Sure. Plasterburg. <laughs> It's about uh, noon right now. Because you guys were up all night watching videos. It's about as exciting as that town. Maybe we'll pick up some Taco Bell on the way. We'll drop it off to that guy. Applebee's. Well, I, th I think Applebee's. that I think that Chimera and the Golden Guardian should probably go to the hospital because you guys are Dealing with energy signatures and yep. weird mystical 
anomalies. Sounds good to me. Pro probably Slick Silver should go with you as well because that is kind of up his his um, wheelhouse, his alleyway as well. And then Reckless and I can go and. I mean, she's intimidating enough. <laughs> really. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can be backup. So, if we're going to split, I think that's how it should be. Oh, and we'll bring Aquaman along because, you know, there's water in Delmarva. <laughs> <laughs> Aquaman, what? <laughs> when are we going to remember? Aquaman, hero for hire. Wait, wrong comic. Now your Aquaman is currently in the theater room. Oh, we actually have Aquaman? Not a real Aquaman, but an Aquaman equivalent. A guy with, like, extremely specialized skill. Oh, I didn't know that shit. Tight. So, wait. I, we I, have... I, I guess... One of our superheroes is in the movie theater while we have another one that's on the radio. No, it's Watchdog is is getting yeah. some with oh. Magnetar in gotcha. the theater. He with the pipe. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little slow sometimes. Alright. Pretty pictures. So I'll go with the duo and the baby Bjorn. <laughs> the baby Or you could be teleported because it is something he does. Will I be reintegrated the right way is the question. Yes. As far as I know, I haven't lost any body parts. <laughs> Just your lunch. <laughs> well, I lose my lunch with you too, so. <laughs> I tell you to hold your breath. It's easier said than done. Damn transportation powers. Alright, so we got um, Gold Guardian, Slick Silver, and Chimera headed off to Kirby General Hospital. Uh, and then we have Kaze and Reckless headed off to the suburb of Plesterburg. Yep. So, uh, Sanjo and Gold Guardian, each of you give me a D6. No ads. Ooh, just a one. I rolled a one. <laughs> Do it again. Although Nick Four. had to step out, so for a second. That, that yeah. So that, <laughs> that takes care of that. That takes care of the, what order we're going in. All right. Uh, yeah. Kaze runs out of the garage, followed by Reckless on... The motorcycle. I'm just gonna keep up with the with the motorcycle. Yeah, just I, me I, away I, for for no one. But I hate the fucking plaster bird. Well, you know, I also assume that you don't go, you know, running at supersonic speed through the middle of town at lunchtime. We're conversing as we go to. <laughs> it's like so. <laughs> what do you think they're doing in there? Wow! How bad do you think Slick's gonna fuck this up? 
And yeah, Slick Silver, Gold Guardian, and Chimera uh, rocket off toward Kirby General Hospital. Uh, yep, so you guys arrive in Plastiburg. It's uh, maybe early afternoon. Do you want to um, go in civilian guys and check out the shop? Or do you just want to wait and, and get him in his house? apartment trailer. I mean, we could do civilian and see, like, if anybody's even trying to fix the damn place. Yeah, and, and we can uh, stop in at the uh, at the uh, management office and see if they have uh, security footage there for the exterior. Yeah. Alright, you... Uh... Many tasks in Plasterburg. Yep, so, uh, yeah, are you guys going in civilian garb? Yeah, we can we can stop, like, just outside of the area and change clothes. And okay. I'll get in the sidecar. Oh, you have a sidecar? <laughs> I do not have a sidecar. This is a crotch rocket. There's only waist-grabbing room only. <laughs> Kaze ran back and got a sidecar for it. <laughs> no, but I imagine that he's like on the back of it, like clinging on for dear life because it's reckless who's driving. Oh my god, you act like I'm gonna kill you. I thought you were used to going fast. Right. <laughs> I'm used to myself going fast, not somebody else going fast for me. Beep, beep, I'm not even beep, going beep. fast. I'm going the speed limit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't truck. like cars. That's a truck. <laughs> I am aware. Stop squeezing so hard. Hey, <laughs> stay in your lane. Beep beep. <laughs> Kazi, I'm have to ask you to stop wiggling so much, please. <laughs> You're shifting the gravity of the bike. We will crash. <laughs> All right, you you arrive <laughs> after after a harrowing forty five minute ride. <laughs> that should have taken like fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's it, Kaze. That's the slowest trip you've been on in years. <laughs> I get off the bike and like bend over at the waist and start breathing in through my nose and up. <laughs> Really? Throw up. You get motion sickness, really? <laughs> it's not motion sickness. You're crazy. <laughs> I drove the speed limits. The only reason we were in the aisle is because you fucking kept grabbing me too hard. <laughs> well, the other alternative was uh was Kaze runs with a duffel bag and then directly into the dressing room at Old Navy. I actually was expecting him to do that. I was shocked he rode with me, but this is even better. It's like if I had known you wanted to ride with me, I would have brought the fucking truck. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'm still here. 
<laughs> fucking dramatic for no reason. <laughs> Let's go take a look at this. Let's go take a look at this this management office. <laughs> I motion for him to proceed. <laughs> Watch him wobbly walk ahead of me. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yep, you guys walk into the property management office. Experian uh, property development. That's right. It's got a like sticker, you know, like vinyl lettering on the door. Very simple white on glass. Uh, you open the door, and there's a lady sitting behind the counter. She's got a big blonde bouffant hairdo, filing her nails. Uh, looks like she's got like AirPods in her ears. Hello. Oh, hi, Han. What can I do for you? Um, what's your civilian name? Rosie. Right. Yeah. Rosario. Rosario. Uh, hello. Um. My name is uh, Shigiyori, and this is Rosario. We own a building, um, and we're actually um, shopping around management companies right now. Um, the, our current company just isn't quite working out. What kind of property is it? Oh, it's a strip mall like this one. And and you would like someone to take over the the management well, of it. Well, yes. My main concern is that security um, at our property has gone downhill, um, and we're like I said, we're shopping other management companies, um, but we need to know whether or not you are security conscious. So that that's. One of our main criteria. There are other, but right now that's our, what our main focus is. It's kind of getting expensive having to repaint every time the little little kids around town decide they want to tag the side of the building. All right. So uh, she she looks at you, uh, kind of doe eyed, and uh, presses a button on the phone. Mister Walters, what is it, Joyce? I told you not to disturb me. I have a couple of customers up here. Oh? Something about wanting to take over the management of a strip mall. Oh, oh, I'll be right up. About 30 seconds later, this guy comes uh, bursting through the door. Uh, heavy set fella, he's, his tie's crooked, off the rack suit, ill fitting. Like, Hi, how you doing? How you doing? Bill Walters, Bill Walters, uh, with uh, Insperian Property Management Services and Development LLC. Uh, what, what, what can I do for you today, Mr. Uh, Shigiyori. Mr. Oh, Shigiyori. Mi Sanjo, Mr. Sanjo. You can call me Shigiyori. Oh, and, uh, and and your friend here, Diaz. Nice to meet you, ah, Ms. Diaz, Mister Mister Sanjo. 
what 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 brings you to our fine establishment? Well, like we were telling your um, your assistant here, we uh, own a property. Uh, you actually might be familiar with it. It's the uh, strip mall with the Applebee's. I thought Mr. Singh owned that. Mr. Singh is a distant relative of mine. Okay. Anyway, we're having we're having difficulties uh, with security, so we are looking to change our management company to a company that is more security minded than our current company. Ah, well, uh, you would like to probably talk to the head. Of our security division. Well, what we'd like to do is just to see uh, if it's worth our time to go that far. I mean, if we talk to the head, we can see how things run, how they run things. You know, run us through their uh, their, their plans. Uh, for example, your strip mall here. What is the security situation here? Uh, well, I mean, as you see, uh, there's not a whole lot going on. Um, it's not this this strip mall seen some better days. Um, to be honest, I would like to expand our, our enterprises as uh, pretty much all the all the uh, tenants here are, are pretty long term. They've been here for a while. You know, there's no no real negotiation of the leases. It's just pretty steady. Um, ever, there was a break in down at the gun store the other night. Oh, yeah! It was kind of crazy. Never I, seen anything I look a like little. It. I look. I let my face show disappointment. Oh, but I mean that's like the first, first break in. That you see him like doing some mental calculations ever. Come to think of well, it, well, do you have an exterior? Do you have a camera system set up? Is there motion detectors? Uh, yes, uh, you probably should talk to our head of security about about the actual specifics of the system. Uh, hold on while I go get him. And he goes back into the back. Two maybe minutes later, we he, he, we don't want there to be security. And he comes right no, back into really the room. No, we really don't. But I mean, they don't know it's us. So, um, wearing a lanyard uh, with. Bill Walters, Inspiria mm -hmm. Property Development Security. Uh, pleased to meet you, Bill Walters, Inspiria Property Management Security. Uh, how can I help you? Mr. Walters said that uh, you were very interested in our security systems here. Well, like I was explaining to your brother? Yes, my brother. Exactly. We're twins. Um, <laughs> your name Are they actually twins or this is just two pretending to be somebody different? Is your name Shu? No, it's Bill. <laughs> Our parents really aren't very creative. They named us all Bill. <laughs> Something very fishy going on here. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're looking to change our management company. And um, 
I'm very flustered because of this. You know, actually, we could just <laughs> cut to the chase. We would like to see a demonstration of what kind of security you provide to the to the mall over there, because we're interested in maybe hiring you guys to take care of our problems. Certainly. Uh, walk this way. And he walks through the door. I follow. <laughs> you follow. Uh, as you as you get back there, uh, you don't hear anything else. Uh, he's just walking back toward a, a back room that says security on it. He opens it up. It's uh, 13 monitors. Uh, one of them is The Price is Right. The of the other 12, seven of them are actually working. What do they show? Uh, different angles of the parking lot. Um, it's really hard to tell by the angles of the parking lot. It's almost like they're watching the parking lot. There's not much. There's one like long view down the entire length of the building that kind of just seems to recede into infinity. So tell me a little bit about your system. Well, it's uh it's all it's all wireless cameras. Uh they're they're mounted uh on the light fixtures outside uh various views of the parking lot because, you know, it's a small town and uh we do get some like high school kids and stuff like that who like to try to congregate around here um i did mention the break uh mr walter said you mentioned the he mentioned the break-in over at the gun store to you mm-hmm. um we've also had uh some hooligan uh running around at night uh we catch he's pretty good at avoiding the cameras we catch occasional glimpses of him but it looks like he's uh trying to be one of those superheroes or something he's like uh you know, he's got a cape on or something. You see him every once in a while run across the view of a camera with the cape, you know, his arms back, and it's it, it, it's it's really kind of silly. Um, Wait, he's, he Naruto runs? <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> he fucking Naruto runs. I, I hire this kid. Bless his heart. <laughs> Now, are, are these? Uh, do you store the data from from the cameras digitally, or is it tapes, or or what? Oh, it's all digital. It's all digital. It's on a it's on a hard drive here. It uh, basically re-records over old data uh, every every uh, two weeks. It just starts recording back at the at the beginning, deleting old footage. Right. So, uh, so this break-in. Do you have the footage from the break-in? Um, sort of. I mean, the police already came in, you know, county police already came in and tried to extract it. But unfortunately, while our system here is rather, is digital, it is kind of an antiquated digital setup. So it's uh, not really compatible with the, uh, the, the equipment that the county police uses, which is probably more outdated. Uh uh, this is our this is our uh, drive hard drive right here, and you see that it is a solid box uh, connected basically to the monitors. There's no USB ports. There's no 
serial ports other than what connects to the monitors. Yeah, there's there's like a keyboard and mouse. Uh, the keyboard's covered with like one of those plastic things like you see at uh, oil change places and stuff like that. Ew. Yeah, that soft rubbery keyboard protector. Blech. Um. So, but you said that it's it's wireless, correct? Yeah, the cameras themselves are wireless, and they they transmit to this receiver here, which is connected to the hard drive, and then the hard drive, the software, and the hard drive allows us to look at the monitors. Um, unfortunately, you've caught us when we're trying to do some maintenance. Uh, we would love to upgrade our upgrade our back end equipment. Um, because the cameras are rather state-of-the-art uh, for what they are, but uh, our recording equipment isn't always exactly the best. Um, but you tell Mr. Walters that he needs to write a check for a new security system. I suppose I can do that. May I have your card? Uh, yeah, hold on. He reaches into the pocket of his blazer. Uh, has a handful of cards. Um, if you look at them, you notice that it's Bill Walters and a variety of titles. The issue. <laughs> and he hands you one, Bill Walters, head of security. Like, here you go. Here's, here's my card. Excellent. Um, I would like... Your your brother Bill, right, has the same contact information. Yes. Uh, his his phone number is actually one digit lower than mine. Okay, which would make you the older brother. Yes. Excellent. By about uh, three minutes. Uh. So. Uh. Sorry, did you have any questions? No. I think we're good. Excellent. Thank you. Um, we're going to run this up the chain to um, Singh. Excellent, excellent. I've always wanted to work with Singh. He seems like such a nice guy. Most of the time. Uh, you tell uh, Singh Bill said hi. I, I shall. Thank you very much. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, would you like me to uh, contact Mr. Walters and have him uh, escort you off the out of the building? Uh, I think we can find See our way. way. Thank you. Oh. Very well. He sits back in the chair and starts watching Prices Right again. Is it current Prices Right or is it reruns of Prices Right? Mm, yeah, it's Game Show Network. So yeah, it's old. Bob Barker price is right. Remember to spay and neuter your neighbor's kids. <laughs> uh, once we get outside, do you think that a watchdog will be able to get into this system through through the uh, wireless? I mean, if it's wireless, he should be able to, from, especially from our place. If not, he could tell us what he needs to get into it. That's true. Okay. So I think we'll be able to find at least what direction 
this Chaz guy went off and maybe get a better look at the the Red Hats. And maybe make sure that that footage of us is very corrupted. <laughs> yes. Well, there's that too. What what time is it now? Um, by now you're looking. It's probably about two thirty, three o'clock. So and what that? Time is it, oh, go ahead. What time does the gun store close? Uh, they close at ten. Yeah, so we got some time to kill. Let's go to Applebee's. And <laughs> <laughs> get some one dollar long iced teas, eh? Well let's uh let's swing into the, the mall and see like what's going on like in there. Okay. And then we can go to Applebee's. <laughs> Alright, so we'll jump over to the hospital where you guys have arrived at the hospital. Chimera, Gold Guardian, and Slick Silver. Slick Silver just kind of arrives in a flash of light. And moments later, Gold Guardian touches down with Chimera and the baby Bjorn. <laughs> Unstraps himself. I got a set of aviator goggles like from an old dog fighter. <laughs> like, as you're flying, you hold your hat up against your head. It's got on a scarf to, now. You have to fix the oh, brown every time because it like, flips up. So yeah, three of you are outside the hospital. Okay, so let's go see if we can go figure out what or where this happened, and if you guys can figure out if there's any remnants left over. As Lord knows, I can't. Um, with the two of you, I'll definitely. We discovered the article that said that there was uh, an explosion here. Yes. So what do we want to do is we want to see if we can figure out where it came from and if there's anything there that we can use to track down Red Hat. Okay, so are you guys just like walking into the door of the hospital? Uh, what, what time is it right about now? Uh, During the middle of the day, right? Yeah, it's pretty much the middle of the day. You know, people are yep. milling around. I think we could walk in because I think, you know, uh, Gold Guardian here, we might be able to pawn them off. I don't know. I don't know if they give us a hard time or not, so we'll go in and find out. Okay, you go in uh, and, and orderly, like, you know, pretty much you guys, the three of you, you know, with your trench coat flapping in the breeze, giant golden man of gold and a slightly smaller man of silver just walking straight in through the front door. Uh, gets some attention. Uh, An orderly runs up to you. It's like, wow, are you the Justice Association? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're yes, Gold Guardian, right? Yes, and he'll be signing autographs all day. Uh, yes, citizen, I am. I don't know what else would give it away. Clunk, and you, clunk, you're clunk. Slick Silver, right? 
Did, did Wes die? Did Wes? Has Wes fallen asleep on us? Cat got his tongue. Oh, wait. Wesley's tight. He'd be like... Oh, oh Mike, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this is his prime prime opportunity to ramble at a, at a fan. <laughs> Here we go. Yes. 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 Every time. Anyway, I was saying, here you are, it's a Tizen frame sign photograph of yours truly. Jesus Christ. It's a silver frame, of course. Snow <laughs> God. Wow, wow, thanks. Wait, which one are you? <laughs> oh, he's pointing at Chimera. <laughs> I'm here just to. Are you Kaze? No, no. I'm just here to keep them out of trouble. That's all. Are you reckless? Close. <laughs> Could you tell? No, I'm I'm basically a publicist here. A publicist? Why would the Justice Association need it? Well, it doesn't matter. Well, what, what brings you to the hospital? Get back to work, Chuck. Man in a business suit walks up. Hello. How are you? Is it me you're looking for? <laughs> I am Dr. Antoine Ritchie, administrator of this facility. What can I do to assist the fine members of the Justice Association? Right now, we are just looking at some... Uh, how do you want to say it? We're just looking at some uh, something that happened to the hospital a while ago. And we're just kind of curious. That's all. We're uh, what, what do you mean? Hospital. Like the fire of 1892? No, I mean like uh, uh, an explosion that happened here in 19... 19- oh, look out, guys. You see somebody, like, rushing through with a gurney. Uh, perhaps perhaps we should uh, talk elsewhere. Uh, we are standing right in the main thoroughfare of the hospital. Sure. And the Gold Guardian here is much larger than he appears on TV. Actually, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> that's a nurse walking past. That's what she said. Wow. Mmm, shiny. Comes with a spin attachment. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I'd like him to give me some honest opinions. I broke the game. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. All all in, girl. All in. Um, Also what she said. (laughs) Is that before or after she says that's it? Um, (laughs) I want to know is, um, could you show us down to the basement? The basement? Yeah, I know that there's a basement here. I assume there's one. Would you be able to show it to well, us? 
Why why would you need to see the basement? Um, just because uh I could talk while we go down there. Uh basically we're researching uh, a story that happened to this hospital in nineteen if I recall correctly, it was like in the forties. Mm. Maybe it was the thirties. I could be wrong on the date, but the thirties would be the Great Caramel Corn accident of nineteen thirty six. I'm actually interested in that. <laughs> Ooh. I think it was like 1940. <laughs> exactly. X. 1940. <laughs> hmm. Was that something you could show us? Hold on. Let me. Let me let you talk to Dr. Simmons. He's our oldest staff member here. He he might have a recollection of it. Wait, he was here in the 40s? <laughs> he wasn't here in the 40s, but uh, <laughs> nurse in the background, it seems like he was. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the love of good times, 40s. That's right. It's Kirby General Hospital. There's all, there's all, we could do an entire campaign just in the hospital. Uh <laughs> <laughs> uh, he leads you down the hallway. Okay. Some grumpy old guy's office now. Uh, yeah, he leads you down the door. It's Simmons, doctor, proctology, head of proctology. Awesome. Uh, knocks on the door. He opens the door. It's dark. Um, it's I'd like to ask you a question, please. Smells like uh, oh, this is uh, this is uh, the the administrator opening the door. It's dark. Smells like pipe tobacco. Ooh. Um. He opens the door and he's like, Doctor Simmons. What do you want? I have some gentlemen here who would like to speak to you about your knowledge of history. History? Gentlemen? No. Knowledge? Oh. You? He shuts the door. He's like, no. You? Get the fuck out of here. Who's he pointing to? The administrator. Ah. Yes, doctor. And he leaves. What can I do you for, Sonny? Oh, my God. Uh, Well, well, good doctor. We would like to know about the incident that happened in 1940. (laughs) Explosion. Explosion in 1940? (laughs) Hmm. Yeah, hold on. I I think I got some newspaper clippings about that. Pulls out some newspaper. I, when I was a kid, I think they said something about natural gas leak or something like that. I didn't believe it. It was a little weird. But, That's uh... Kind of, it's kind of what drew us to here. We don't think it was a gas leak. Yeah. Well, uh, according to, to 
some of the statements I remember uh, when I was going through med school and doing my uh, my clinicals here. Uh, it was uh, centered centered on the uh, fourth floor. Uh, yeah, I can't remember exactly what room it was, but uh, yeah, somewhere on the fourth floor. What's up there now on the fourth floor? Oh, mainly just private rooms. Recovery. You be able to show us up like there? Well, I wouldn't be able to show you up there like that. I get nosebleeds I go up that high. Who could show us? Well, dear, I, just I, take this pass. You'll take this pass, okay. go to the elevator, go up to the fourth floor. Well, thank you. It's in the west side of the fourth floor. Perfect. And with that, mm -hmm. it's time to go uh, take a quick peek, see what we can find. Okay, you all get on the elevator. What a delightful Satizen. Elevator oh, yeah. opens up. And the reason I got him out of the scene so fast is I don't know if I could hold that voice too long. Uh, <laughs> yep, you get out on the fourth floor. Then, so I guess we go to the western side. Yep. We'll go see what mm -hmm. sparks our interest there. See uh, what our two little bloodhounds can find. Okay. Bloodhounds? <laughs> I smell the energy. What kind of dog was that? <laughs> I mean, like, you've never been smoke. able to do a dog, but that Actually, might have been your worst attempt. It was, yeah, I was going to say it was better than the other one. McDuff. No, not, not really. <laughs> McDuff, the criminal hound. Wolf, bark. Bark, 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 bark. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Just be the dog from um, Fox and the Hound from now on. I'm the leader. I'll say what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Hey, that's my uh, job. Well, all right, all right, all right. There, I got my show. There you go. Hound <laughs> dog there. Hound. <laughs> <laughs> Dope. Somewhere Matthew McConaughey screams. <laughs> All right, so yep, you guys are in, in the hall. Sweat. He wakes up in what? a cold sweat. Goes, Mel Blanc is right. already already hanged himself. <laughs> All right, so what do you uh, what are you bloodhounds gonna do? I'm gonna use the old. Please stop talking like that. <laughs> no, keep going. <laughs> oh, you <troll. laughs> I'm itching like a hound dog. You the old magic to protect them willies. I'll um, yeah, I'll use my sensors. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna use your magics. Can we yeah, combine we magic and technology? Yes, let our powers combine to. I don't know, sense the energy signature. Yeah. Mm. You can, can work together, but you can't really like mash your powers together to do it. Um, 
They did it in Infinity War. They were almost had Doctor Strange and Iron Man change clothes. <laughs> Do you really want to change clothes with Slick Silver? No. Hey, these threads are stylish. I was going to say, they're not tailored to my... Besides the deranged They're not tailored to my fit. The, the, the vibrations that you get, Slick Silver... Um... They're 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 older. Uh, they're kind of on the weak side. They're dispersed, but they also seem kind of familiar to you. Uh, Gold Guardian. Uh, the radiation signatures that you are picking up are very similar uh, to the frequencies of, of the wheel. Uh, faint, but but definitely some form of interdimensional energy. Okay. Chimera, maybe just like oh, go residual ahead. effects. Yeah, like like um, like residue. Yeah, like latent radiation of sorts. Uh, Chimera, yes, sir. You get that tingle in the back of your neck. Ooh. So between the three of you, uh, you are able to deduced that there was some form of cosmic power that radiated from somewhere on the building. And as you are continuing down the hall following these these feelings and these readings, uh, it seems to be the strongest outside room number 47. And that's where we're going to cut it for tonight because that it is now 1130. Um, thank you for participating in this exercise in madness. Thank you for Wes. keeping 30 luck points. And thank you everyone for listening and thanks to the, the Lily Brigade, or sorry, the... Um, now I'm going to slap myself. The Nico Sorry, Brigade. The Neko Brigade for watching. And, uh, Wes, why don't you give us a, your best Mel blank? That's all, folks. I'm not going to subject the stream to that. That's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>